Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Prayer Thought, a podcast brought to you by Contact Mission USA, which is a European and international church planting organization where we have right around 415 missionaries in 60 countries from 42 countries. And I am Clay Elliott, and I get to be your host for this wonderful podcast. I am the director of Pastoral Ministries and Prayer, and so I get to um, hang out with a bunch of our missionaries and counsel and encourage them. And then I am also the guy that deals a lot with prayer and getting the public to pray more for missions, but also um, really being able to study uh, what it is that we want to do um, as we draw closer and closer to the Lord Jesus through prayer. And one of the things that I am constantly learning is that he just wants my heart. Um, Not necessarily the cliche, just follow your heart. That's not what I'm talking about. He wants my heart, wants my allegiance. He would, um, he just wants to be with me in communion and in prayer. And what a joy it is to be able to know that the sovereign God of the universe calls me by name, calls you by name, and is willing and able to help us in all of our need, but also in our joys and in our contentment as well. So as we study, as we look into um, this new year, I want to say Happy New Year to all of you. Once again, uh, I am sometimes affectionately known as the Bowtie Prayer Guy, and today is no exception. I have on one of my favorite bow ties uh, that I have ever had. It's actually one of the oldest ones that I've ever had as well. Uh, not yet vintage. Don't uh, don't insert old joke here yet. But uh, this one is light blue and this really cool gold color. And it has stripes and paisley on it. Uh, and it's really cool and funky. It's a silk bow tie that you have to tie yourself. So if you're going to call yourself a bow tie guy... You better know how to tie a tie. So, um, now all of the craziness is out um, regarding everyone wanting to know what my bow tie was. I know you all were in bated breath wanting to know that. So, uh, there's that. Before the beginning of the new year, um, or maybe right the, the day or two before, uh, 2023, we sent out a brand new podcast, um, and it was called I Pray Because. One of the things that we did in the first eight to ten episodes of this uh, Prayer Thought podcast was talk about uh, some of the difficulties we have when we come to the Lord in prayer, some of the excuses that we deal with. Um, I'm tired. Uh, it takes a long time for me to concentrate that much. Uh, do my prayers even matter? Do they work? All of those things. And we went through sort of systematically through some of those questions. And I think that um, we got to a place where we were able to answer some of those really deep, difficult questions quandaries that we would have regarding 
our own personal prayer life. And so I wanted to do something sort of opposite of that. Instead of the barriers that we have, I, I, I kind of um, took a reverse approach and I said, okay, since we did the negative stuff, let's do some positive stuff. So this podcast, um, these next probably nine episodes, 10 episodes, are all going to be called I Pray Because, and they're going to be reasons why we should and why we do pray. And so today, without further ado, I want to start this podcast by saying um, the, the very first reason why we should pray is that it draws me and draws you closer to God and his character. What I want us to do is look really quickly at what King David says about God and his glory in Psalm 19. He says this, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky proclaims the work of his hands. Day after day they pour out speech. Night after night they communicate knowledge. There is no speech. There are no words. Their voice is not heard. Their message has gone out to all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens he, God, has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a groom coming from the bridal chamber. It rejoices like an athlete running a course. It rises from one end of the heavens and circles to their other end. Nothing is hidden from its heat. And then it says this. King David says, The instruction of the Lord is perfect, renewing one's life. The testimony of the Lord is trustworthy, making the inexperienced wise. The precepts of the Lord are right, making the heart glad. The command of the Lord is radiant, making the eyes light up. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are reliable and altogether righteous. They are more desirable than gold, than abundance of pure gold, and sweeter than honey which comes from the honeycomb. In addition, your servant is warned by them. There is great reward in keeping them. So, what an amazing opportunity we have to get to know, even in that one psalm, what David was trying to communicate about the incredible nature and character of God. When we're able to look at all of those things, um, his purity, his abundance, uh, his precepts, his testimonies, making us trustworthy, making our hearts glad, fearing the Lord um, in reverential awe and inspired fear instead of anxious and worry fear. These are wonderful things that we get to be about as we come to the Lord in prayer. So here's my question. Have you ever been talking to a little kid and asked them, who they wanted to be just like when they grew up. When I was growing up, add short joke here, yes. For those of you who don't know, I am right at around five feet tall. So yes, you can add short joke here. But when I was growing up, it seemed like every kid on the block wanted to be Michael Jordan from the Chicago Bulls. 
Sure, there were those who wanted to be a famous pop superstar like Michael Jackson or Prince. Still, others wanted to be Hulk Hogan, the famous WWF wrestler who fought against evil and was a stand-up wrestler, and he was um, the guy that battled good versus evil and so forth. And the list goes on and on, and yes, I was a product of the 80s, if you were wondering. So there's... Uh, showing a little bit of my age. I'm still a, I'm, I'm still a spring chicken, you guys. Come on. So, what made these little children, what made me sometimes um, want to be like these figures when we grew up? First of all, we would be famous. It's not a bad start. Fame can actually be incredibly alluring and quite attractive. Uh but I believe it's much more than that. These impressionable young minds, myself included, tended to see character qualities in their quote-unquote idols that they found incredibly attractive. So how did they come to such a conclusion or such conclusions? Studying, of course. Hours upon hours upon hours of watching and listening to their favorite figure or idol is the only way they were really able to know someone, especially someone really famous, because let's face it, not a whole lot of us get to meet or even hang out with people that are necessarily famous. But it was hours and hours of watching, listening, trying to mimic their movements. I can remember on a basketball court, even when I was 10, 11, 12 years old, trying to um, do a reverse uh, layup like Michael Jordan. I had no skill whatsoever in basketball, and yet I still wanted to aspire to be just like him uh, as a basketball player. Now, why did I start with all of that? I think we need to draw, uh, I guess it would be a little parallel, Um, not necessarily because we don't want to make the Lord Jesus into an idol, right? Or let there not be any other idol in, in front of God at all. But in the same way, when we spend time cultivating our relationship with the Lord through the studying of his word and in prayer, we inevitably are confronted by God's awesome character. Look at the kind of descriptive character qualities the Apostle Paul uses to describe Jesus in Colossians chapter 1. He says, He is the image of the invisible God and the firstborn over all creation. He is the creator of everything. All things hold together because of him and by him. He is the head of the body the church. He is the beginning, and God was pleased to have all fullness dwell in him. He has made the way of peace through the blood of his cross. He has reconciled believers by his physical body through his death in order to present us holy, faultless, and blameless to God. My word, wow! Can you see how learning more of the Lord's character And what he has done for believers can be one of the single greatest exercises to draw us closer to him. And we're able to do this by praying 
through his word, by studying in his word his character qualities, and then presenting a, a pleasing aroma, an offering to the Lord, because he wants desperately to have our hearts and our allegiance. What a beautiful, beautiful opportunity to come into God's presence. So here's what I would challenge all of us to do this week. Find two to three passages in Scripture that describe God's amazing character qualities. Pray through these during your time of devotion with the Lord each and every day. Thank Him for His closeness and His intimacy with you still knowing that he is the creator and sustainer of all things. Praise him that he continues and longs to be near you. That's why the Holy Spirit resides inside of those who call themselves Jesus followers. Then ask him to reveal these qualities in your own life so you can work on them and become more and more like Christ with each passing day. And listen, I am excited to do the same because when we're able to do an exercise like this, our intimacy with the Lord grows. And when that happens, amazing, wonderful things begin to take shape. Hurt, difficulty, uh, sometimes discord with others, but also um, sorrow at times is uh, dr- drowned when we're able to be in the Lord's presence day after day after day. And even if right now you're experiencing a time of dryness in your prayer life, do me a favor, do yourself a favor, and do this exercise and see how the Lord changes your very heart in how you come to him on a daily basis. All right, so that's it for today. Thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, Stay alert, stay focused, keep on praying, and you can find this wonderful podcast on Apple, on uh, Spotify, and also on Anchor. And you can also um, send me an email if you want clay at gokmusa.org. I love hearing about what the Lord is doing through prayer and through um, the lives of the people that we get to hang out with and talk to. So um, blessings and may you have peace through the remainder of today and as you start this beautiful new year. Amen. Amen.